Welcome to the Locala Podcast. This is episode four. My advice to anyone mm-hmm. in life, or and maybe not to my younger self, because I feel like I did it, but um, to someone younger, especially a woman, is yeah. always show up. That's one thing that I feel like is my motto. Um, and I tell you know some of the younger people I work with to just always show up. Welcome to the Locala Podcast. I'm Lisa Anderson, your host and publisher of Locala Magazine. I'm here today with Pamela Calero, but first I want to thank our sponsor, which is Your Place Insurance Mortgage and Title, your one-stop shop for all your home needs. You can get insurance, title services, mortgage services, commercial loans, and you also get a professional realtor through Professional Realty of Ocala. Go ahead and contact Chad at www.yourplaceocala.com. So I am super excited to have Pam here, and she is, is it Pamela Calera Wardell or... I, yeah, I usually go by both. That, yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I don't know what my last name is anymore. But Clara Wardell is—I'm trying to make that work. Yeah, trying to, get to stay. So. To stay, yeah. And yeah. you are the executive director, if anybody doesn't know, of the Riley Arts Center. Yes. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Because I'm excited to be here. It's awesome. Well, awesome. Well, let's go ahead and start talking about the Riley first, and just get the nice stuff out of the way, right. and then we'll dive into your personal life because oh, that's that's the fun part of <laughs> Locala, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, okay. Well, tell me exactly what your job entails at the Riley. So the Riley, um, I, I really look over pretty much everything, um, from fundraising. That is my primary responsibility. Um, but I work with our marketing team and our rentals team and programming and the school. Um, I, I've been there since the start, you know, it's yeah. been eight and a half years and Has Lisa, you remember? that long? Yeah. Well, eight and a half years since I started. Okay. And then um, this October is going to be the Riley's seven-year anniversary. Wow. So um, it's hard not to get into pretty much everything while I'm there. Um, But yeah, fundraising, I look over marketing, um, and I just work with our really awesome team. Yeah. What does your job look like now compared to where it started eight and a half years ago? Eight and a half years ago, um, started fundraising for the the Riley Mm -hmm. for it to be built and um, was just really in charge of the symphony marketing and fundraising and now you know we have a um eight million dollar you know arts facility we have a school we have two theaters um we have a big team when we started out there were only three of us um and now we have 14 people so um we've really grown and it's been a really great experience um to be a part of it yeah it's amazing so you also have board members as well as Mm -hmm. an associate board so tell how those kind of roles play out so the Riley is 501c3 we're nonprofits we have a board of directors who are governing and that group is um, a group of 12 professionals you know within the community and a lot of them have businesses outside of the community but their primary job is um, helping with governing and policy and they all contribute and fundraise for the Riley Um, our associate board we started three years ago now and um it's a group of people 21 to 40 and they are more in um they really take the grassroots and share what is happening and get people excited about the riley the marion um the symphony um and their real job has been getting the encore society um you know up and running um and again engaging that 21 to 40 year old group whether it's a young professional or young families um 
their their job really is you know we're trying to sustain and grow the arts and that really starts with that age group because they are the people who are going to need to come to the concerts and give and and support and um, they're going to be that torch is being passed on to them. Yeah. So we want them to be a part of what's happening at the Riley. Yeah. So now that you have the black box and kind of that whole box office in front with the new yeah, edition and everything, it's so, it's, nice, it's, it's so beautiful. Yeah. We it's had a gorgeous. six foot table for uh, six years. Yes. And now we have an actual box office. Um, yeah. So it's it's been pretty awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. so how is that coordinating um, between the two? stages because you can actually have two shows going at once yeah yeah Yeah. and we've we've had a national artist and a 700 seat in our 700 seat auditorium packed while a jazz night is happening in the black box um it's been so dynamic because really everyone gets to come in through the same entrance Mm -hmm. and it's new if you haven't been you know for anyone who hasn't been it's um we have a new bar we have you know expanded lobby area so you can come in grab a drink chill and it's kind of nice because even if you're going to the jazz show you're like what's going on in there yeah. you know you can go and peek and check that out um so it's really brought everything together yeah what is probably the best part of your job that you like the people yeah. the people I so um you know I my job entails a lot of you know working with big donors and really serious things and a lot of things that aren't sometimes aren't fun but one of my favorite things to do is if you see me in the lobby at an event opening a door greeting people telling them where to go um talking to them that is my favorite part of it and it all does come back to the people so i love talking with our donors our patrons first timers um i love our staff we have some of the most incredible people that work at the Riley and in the arts, you know, you know about this, Mm -hmm. you have to be passionate about what you do Absolutely, um, because there's a lot of fun, but there's a lot of things that are just like work, you know, (laughs) but, um, it really is the people. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's a lot of the behind the scenes stuff too, that the people don't actually get to see that kind of make those pieces and those sloggy moments work as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So over the years, what, I mean, you know, I'm going to put you on the spot, but what has your favorite show been? Oh gosh. Um, (laughs) So recently we had a a national artist, Chris Bode. He's a world-class trumpeteer Mm -hmm. and um, you know, honestly, I didn't know a lot about him before he came in. And that's one yeah. thing I do love. Sometimes we have these national artists who have great numbers and, you know, great fanfare. And we're like, well, okay, we, they should do well. He put on an incredible performance. And what was so cool is the night before, he was at the Blue Note in New York. Um, So that was that. that was one of my favorite concerts. It's really hard to name my favorite. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> And then I have to say, like, we've started these jazz nights in the black box, and that is where my heart is. Like, I love the large auditoriums. I love large concerts. But, like, the small, intimate concerts mm-hmm. where you're at a cafe table and, you know, you're just – I love looking around and watching other people. And um, there's just an intimacy to the music and to the experience, and that's um, – I've I've loved that so far. So, yeah. But there's – there's so much. There's a lot. So. Yeah. There's you guys do a, a wide variety, which is great because it offers a lot of um, different people to be able to come in and enjoy something. Yeah. yeah. Um. So okay, let's start diving into your personal life a little okay. bit. Okay. Um. But let's keep it. We'll keep it on the work side first. Mm-hmm. So how did you first get involved with the symphony? Like how did how did your life turn towards that? So um. I was working for the city of Ocala and public communications at that time. And, um, I really wanted to get 
back into the arts mm-hmm. and do something in the arts. And around that time, it was 2015, like January 2015, I heard that the symphony had just announced that they were launching a capital campaign to um, renovate the old city auditorium. And I said, you know what, I want to be a part of that. So I saw Matt actually at a, it was at that time, White PO. No, it was Young Young Professionals Ocala, which is now ELO. Okay. And we were at the Seven Sisters Inn for an event. And I said, you know what, I would love to be a part of this. I, 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 this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't even know about two weeks later, they had to hire an executive director. And my name, he was like, are you still interested in that? And I was like, yes, I am. And um, the board hired me. Okay. And um, it was it was a total change from municipality work. Um, before that, I worked for the College of Central Florida raising money. So I had a background in marketing and fundraising. I didn't know a lot about symphonies. I didn't know. <laughs> I knew I liked orchestral music, yeah. um, but I was like, you know what? You fake it till you make it, and right. um, jumped in and uh, never looked back. Well, that's so, fantastic. So, yeah. okay, let's dive in a little bit to your childhood. Okay. So, where are you originally from? Ocala area. I am. Okay. I am Ooh, one I, of the unicorns. Yes, I know. I hear that a lot. <laughs> yep. I was born and raised um, here. I um, was born in Monroe at Monroe Regional, and uh, yeah. So I I lived here, you know, all the way until then. I went to Forest High School, um, and then um, I lived in Gainesville for a couple of years while I went to UF. And okay. when I graduated, um, it was gosh, 2010. So we were in the middle of recession, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and so I, and honestly, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to Boston, I'm going to Atlanta, I'm mm-hmm. doing all these things, and, but coming back to Ocala and the opportunities that I've had was like, was where I was supposed to be. Yeah, So absolutely. my life would have not been this way. Yeah, so I, I know when I talk to people that were born and raised here, the changes that have been made over the years, and even, I moved down in 2009, mm-hmm. and even the changes then have been tremendous mm-hmm. so what was it like growing up in this area and then um and now especially since you're so involved in the community what is it like now as an adult yeah. being seeing these changes happen so um when I was a kid you know my my parents weren't super involved in the community um so I didn't come downtown a lot I wasn't in a, they weren't in clubs where you know we like did a lot of mixing and mingling um so but I, I loved it because I had great friends, and um, but there really wasn't a ton to do. I always remember one of my best experiences was I saw a pianist at the Civic Theater. Oh, cool. And my mom would take me to the Civic Theater a lot. Um, but I, I just never felt like there was anything to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I moved back, I realized, you know, especially with the Riley and with the city, there were – when I came to the city, they had just started the Feel Downtown um, mm-hmm. music series. And – felt like there was more to do and I started to realize that change has to happen with us you know um what do you want to see happen what do you what do you want to go to what do you want to enjoy and you can't just wait for you know other people to create that for you sometimes you have to go out and create it yourself so um I it's there's always something to do like ever almost you know I keep seeing things on Facebook and I'm like I missed that I missed that but you know there's now there's too much to do and I think being involved with our community has been what has given me such an enriching experience here Um, because even when things get tough, you know, um, you always come back to your core 
group of people and you know that there's a lot of good in this world and people that care about you. Yeah. Did you keep a best friend from childhood that's still around? I did. Yeah. My best friend, Sarah Sherman. We've been friends since we were five years old. Aww. So, um, you know, 30 years of friendship, you know a lot about a person after yeah. 30 years. and <laughs> A lot of stories there. A lot of stories. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. All right. Well, I just want to take a moment to thank our sponsor one more time, Your Place Insurance, Mortgage, and Title. You can visit... Chad at www.yourplaceocala.com to meet all of your home insurance needs, your title services, mortgage, commercial loans, and you also get a professional realtor through Professional Realty of Ocala. Again, if you would like to contact Chad Taylor, you can visit him at www.yourplaceocala.com. I want to dive in even further into your into your life. So what are some of the things um, over the years that you have been the most grateful? What would, if you could pick one thing in your life that you thought was most life changing that you'd be willing to share, what would that be for you? Oh man. Um, I, I, I guess I'd say, um, probably, I want to say friendships. Um, feel like I've been talking a lot about people and friends but um friendships are huge yeah so um getting emotional Lisa (laughs) (laughs) my gosh um no I think like I've had different friends over the years I've had a lot of long-term friends and I don't know why I'm getting so emotional about this but people yeah people connect they they change you in different ways and even if they're not there for a long yeah. time yeah yeah so I think that right there just shows you know I just think people are are really important we have to love one another and honestly like I think the relationships that have built in my life have been people who have been there for me who I've been able to be there for and mm-hmm. grow through um and I think uh that's probably the, the the biggest thing that's been an experience for me and then Honestly, I've been reflecting a lot about my eight and a half years with the Riley and um, to see something that was very hard in the beginning grow and be nurtured. And again, the relationships that go into that and um, and learning a lot about yourself and yourself under pressure. Um, I think that, too, if I could have two things, you know. Yeah. And it's crazy because, like, you know, some people don't connect with their work as much they're like that's my job this is my personal life Mm -hmm. but for for better or for worse my work is very much entwined with my personal life and some people may not know I work with my husband (laughs) I was just gonna say speaking of better for for worse (laughs) yeah so I, I work with him and um it's been really cool people are always like how is it to work with your spouse? And so for number one, we're pretty much in like different, we do different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it's, you know, you share in the challenges, but you also share share in the success, which, um, and you know, you can bring work home a lot, but at the same time, if you really love what you do, it's, you're, you're always, you always have something to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's good. Yeah. So um, Matt yes. Wardell is your husband, mm-hmm. and um, he is also the CEO and artistic director, correct? Yes. Okay. And you guys actually started your relationship during the Riley. Yeah? Yes. So yeah. how was that navigating um, 
because you guys were very much in the public eye. And yeah. so how was that navigating a new relationship? Um, it was a, like, as a woman, I would say it was kind of scary at first because you, you're nervous that you're, you're bored and you don't have my board of directors mm-hmm. and you're nervous that people will look at you a little differently if mm-hmm. you're in a relationship with who you work with, you know, yeah. but, um, and just kind of feeling it out. Like, is this going to be a thing or is it not, you know, yeah. and we had to be pretty serious from the beginning. Okay. If we're going to be together, we need to be together because it can't, you can't let it interfere with work and with the image of the Riley. Right. Um, so it was, it was kind of challenging at first, but, um, once we were like, you know what, we're in this and we're growing together and building together that was it and to be honest no one cares no. like enough <laughs> that is one thing I always want to say to people I'm like you yeah. people get so nervous about like oh my gosh what are people gonna think what's my board gonna think our board was like duh we knew you guys were you know into each other and also no one cares because in one week whatever is like the big thing mm-hmm. is going people are gonna move on to something else yeah. and so they're like oh they're together wow then I'm like Okay, then it's something else. So yeah. no one, re- no one's thinking about you. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. And if they yeah. are, then that's a whole <laughs> no, other yeah. story. So yeah, well, perfect. Well, how long has it been since you guys got married? Now, how, how many? It was three years in April. Three years. Okay. Yeah, oh. we had our first anniversary during the pandemic, oh, which gosh. was great. We we ordered in from La Cuisine. Oh, perfect. Um, <laughs> and that was really fun. Um, but yeah, three years, and it's you know we've been. I think they, it's like in Hollywood where they're like, oh yeah, three years is like 10 years. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. pretty much. So <laughs> yeah, but it's been, it's been great. He's wonderful. Um, and I learned from him and he learned from me and it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I enjoy being with him. And we have a wonderful dog, Buckley. Yay. <laughs> yeah, so it's good. Perfect. Um, so you guys do some traveling. Yeah. Yeah. Where have you been and, and what is your favorite thing to do? Oh gosh, um, I I love traveling together. Um, probably one of our best trips we went to Paris, and that's it sounds so cliche, oh, yeah. but um, we walked that city like into the ground. Um, oh, wow. we saw an opera. We you know we went to the Louvre. Like it was it was amazing. Um, right before the pandemic, actually, we went to Barcelona, and that was awesome. Um, my family is from Spain. Okay, and um. So that was just really cool to go there, and I always like to eat as much food as I can. Yeah. <laughs> Try everything. Absolutely. You know, like have food, drink the wine. Um, we always see some kind of music. Everywhere we go, we're always seeing live music. So when we yeah. were in Barcelona, um, we saw a live flamenco, which was really nice. cool. Um, recently, we d- went on like a road trip out to Austin, Texas, oh, and we saw Steely Dan at Austin City Limits, which is cool. <laughs> yeah, that is um, cool. But we always try to incorporate some kind of music into our trips. So. As as you probably should, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I research all the time. And I yeah. love, and it's nice because it's hard. You know, I'm, I'm sure you know if you're, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere where you're doing what you know. I, I think like restaurant tours have a hard time going to other restaurants. I'm friends with one, and mm-hmm. you're always picking out things about that place. But um, for us, I always get inspiration from any place that we go, whether it's their um, how they're seating people mm-hmm. or pre-show slides or, you know, yeah. there's always something you can glean from an experience. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, so what's the difference between where you saw yourself as a child 
mm-hmm. to where you actually are? You know, I, I think that I thought I would live somewhere different, but to without sounding cliche, there are times where I, I look around and I'm like, this is this is where I saw myself. Yeah. And personally and professionally, you know, I um I look around my house, you know, I, I love jazz music and there are these moments where I'm sitting and it's and I love rain. I'm like the quintessential, <laughs> you know, movie jazz kind of person playing rain pouring down. And I see my dog and usually Matt's like reading or something and I'm like, This is what I envisioned my personal life to be yeah. like. And it all goes back nothing nothing's ever perfect. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot, um a lot of challenges, but I this is where I saw myself and I saw myself in the arts. And, um, and it's just kind of a matter of making it kind of creating the life that you want. Yeah. What did you wind up getting a degree in when you went to college? Um, I got my undergraduate in public relations and then, um, later on, even after I started working for the Riley, went back and got my MBA. Um, so, uh, that the MBA was kind of like to just solidify what I needed Mm -hmm. (laughs) in life. But the public relations, I actually wanted to be a journalist at first and um, then someone came to my school, like my senior year, and was like, here's what people in public relations do. You could be on a cruise ship and you could, you know, be the activities <laughs> director. I was like, that sounds awesome. And so um, I, I went into public relations. Yeah. And, um, and but, you know, you learn a lot of reporting and journalism while you're there. So um, when I went to UF and um, but that was my my undergraduate degree. Yeah. Didn't have anything in the arts. I did take like a theater class, mm-hmm. um, but uh, that was my extent of professional. Yeah. yeah. So now you have hands deep in the arts, but yeah. in an entirely different way than possibly imagined. I would think. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Percent. Um, so, what would you give yourself advice now that you where you're at? If you mm-hmm. could look back, maybe ten years or so. What would be the advice that you would give yourself? Um, not to let the small things trip you up. I think there were, like, you know, and, and I'm trying to think 10 years ago. I'm already 25, but um, I'm thinking there are so many things that take up so much of your energy mm-hmm. when you're younger and you're, whether it's in college and first starting out in relationships that are, like, sucking the life out of you or you, you know, you stay in because you think you should be there or jobs where you um you you you're worried about everything it's just don't sweat don't sweat the small stuff um and learn from those things and then move on Mm -hmm. like if it's something that is hard that's happening to you learn from it move on but don't let it um don't let it trip you up and on your way to like achieving your goals I think there's a lot of time that I feel could have been used more efficiently or maybe you know I, I I wasted in a way um just by worrying about others or worrying about stupid things, worry about boys, like <laughs> dumb stuff. I would <laughs> I tell any girl, there, don't yeah. worry about boys. Um, but uh, I think that's my 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 biggest thing. And just enjoy, enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. Yeah. So you talk a lot about relationships and friendships and stuff like that. What do you think for you is the core foundation for a good friendship? Um, I'd say trust. I think trust is number one, being able to be yourself with that person, being able to um, really know that they're going to love you, you know, and you can, and one day you can say, I think I'm going to be a, 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 you know, an astronaut. And the next time, you know, you think you're going to be, you know, something yeah. else, you know, they, they change with you. Yeah. Um, but I, I think 
that's the biggest thing. And then um, it's just important to grow together. And I don't think it's important to be together. You know, two of my other best friends, they don't even live here. They've they've moved. You know, one lives in New York. One lives in North Carolina. And, um, you know, we, we keep up with each other and trust each other. And um, I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. I think I've seen some girls weekends posted oh, yeah. from New York. Yeah. So you <laughs> yeah. Get to, do you get to up there yeah. quite a bit or? I do. I yeah. do. And I, um, I do make a lot of time for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I have, I have like my, those pods of friends. I have my friends that I grew up with and then I have friends that I've, you know, just kind of made, you know, in my adult life. Yep. Um, and each one of them, they all teach me something and, um, mean so much to me. Yeah. So, so I'm going to ask you one last question. Yeah. And that is, have I, do you have anything else that you would like to add that I have not asked you about? No. <laughs> you know, I did have one thing prepared because I thought, <laughs> I thought you might ask me this, but um, I guess I, I would say um, my, like one thing, if I had to say like my advice to anyone mm-hmm. in life or, and maybe not to my younger self because I feel like I did it, but um, to someone younger, especially a woman is yeah. always show up. That's one thing that I feel like is my motto. Um, and I tell, you know, some of the younger people I work with to just always show up. Um, and whether it's for that class you have to go to or sometimes, you know, we all want to like be like, I don't want to go to that networking thing. <laughs> I just want to go home. <laughs> yeah. You know, my pajamas. I have found that if I just go to that thing, I always come out better than I would have been before. Whether it's a professional connection that I made, whether it's I just – someone I talked to someone and you know I was in a better mood I'm usually it's like one hour 30 minutes out of your day and always you come out of it better than you went in so that that's my one thing that I would add to (laughs) my locale visit is um just show up and you'll be happy you did well excellent well thank you so much Pam I'm so glad you were here and visited with us And if you'd like to learn more about Pam and the Riley Arts Center, you can visit www.rileyarts.com, rileyartscenter.com. Yep. And thank you once again for joining us on the Locala podcast. I'm your host and publisher of Locala Magazine, Lisa Anderson. And once again, we're going to thank our sponsor, Your Place Insurance Mortgage and Title. You can visit them at www.yourplaceocala.com. We'll have a link in the description for both of them. And if you want to get more information on Locala, you can visit www.localamag.com.